Hello and welcome to another Miss B Writes podcast. In this episode, we speak to Cromanting, the founder of the Gutter Souls brand, a line of ethical footwear built and operated in Ghana. In part three, Cromanting talks about creating a footwear range for legendary high life musician Pat Thomas and the Kwashibu Area Band. So on to my, um, my specialist subject of Pat Thomas and the Kwashibu Area Band. So that's where I first, I first fell in love with your shoes, on the feet of the musicians. I was like, wow, these are amazing. So tell us about that. Yeah, tell us about that. I I'm I'm uh, I love Pat Thomas, by the way, and I've been listening to the album religiously since I saw him. So yeah, his, uh, Pat Thomas is. Um, I mean, I grew up to Pat Thomas. My father was playing Pat Thomas records from as early as I can remember. Yes. Um. So meeting him, and okay, let me let me give the background. So the background is that. I've known Kwame Eboa yes. for a couple of years. Of course, he is like one of the top five live musicians on the planet alive right now. He, when I look at his abilities and what he's done. And, you know, we kind of met organically through mutual friends and cultivated this friendship over the years. And so he has a couple of my shoes and, you know, it was kind of like an organic situation of him just putting it together. Because, I mean, we, I've known him even when Pat Thomas's last album came out. And... We didn't come together like this. And it was a big thing because it wasn't just Kwame. It was Tina Atiamo and Tete Kwashi also who provided the idea and the design behind their whole costume. Okay. And then they gave that to me. And uh, coincidentally, because of some staffing issues that we were having, mm. uh, I ended up doing the work myself of designing all of the shoes. Mm. And so it's at least I've never designed one shoe in the history of the company. Uh, you know, usually our lead designer does that and I okay it or we, you know, we work together and change things. But this was the first time that I, with my own two hands, kind of put it together. And it makes it really, really special that I was that inspired by what Tina and Tete had come up with. And, you know, they're very uh, close to Kwame as well. So it's just, you know, it was a, a very, very easy, organic thing. And I look at the shoes now and it's almost like disbelief that, uh, that we did that. Wow! <laughs> it happened so quickly. It, uh, it just worked so well that it wasn't something that I, I really uh, was conscious about, which means that it was meant to be. And I really, really uh, thank them for involving us, and also uh, Lisco for making such beautiful print, vintage wow. print that we can use. Oh, it's vintage print. Yeah, these are old, old prints. These are not uh, anything current. This is what makes it even more special for Pat Thomas being a vintage legendary musician, but then kind of mixing it with the sneaker era and oh, giving them a God. young, stylish look with, the, I mean, the outfits, everything just worked yeah. together. I've never, I mean, like you, I grew up listening to Pat Thomas. There's a picture of me with massive headphones at the age of about four or something, mm -hmm. just stuck to the my dad's record player. But, um... This, I've never seen him live, so seeing him and actually talking to him, and he's 72 years old, but you just wouldn't know it. His energy is a very young energy, and I mean, it makes him younger too, I think, with, with Kwame and the guys, because, I mean, you know, you've been listening to High Life, Ghanians know High Life music, but the way that Kwame is 
playing it and, and directing everything is yeah. so new. Oh it's yes. like with some fusion in it that's gotta like, nah, yes. this is not, this is exciting. This isn't the same old like palm wine type exactly. of, you know, uh, high life with horns and just this and that. It's really a next level uh, production. So I'm sure this has been a massive springboard for you. You know, if you've clothed, you've, you've clothed the feet, if, that, if that's the right word of, of Pat <laughs> Thomas and, and the Kwashibu area band. So what's happened since then in terms of like public reaction, that kind of thing? Well, the response has been has been electric, just like how you said the show was. The yeah. shoes really stand out and represent Ghana well. But there are a few conversations happening, mm-hmm. like about you know maybe doing this in other directions for you know other groups. But I think that the biggest thing that came from this was the select collection, which is unreleased, but it will be designed by me. And um, this is something I could, I never planned to own this company and like have me designing the shoes or you know anything like that. This was all for the people who I was working with. But through this exercise, I saw a strength of mine. And it wasn't just this, in the, in the weeks surrounding this, before this happened, I also have to shout out uh, Afro District and an event that he had at a local house. Mm. It was called Revival. Yeah. And basically he just took stuff from uh, Continental Market and patches and had tailors there and you just could mix and match jean jackets and cut the sleeve off or the collar and like do whatever you wanted to. Mm. And I walked in there and created uh, a jacket yeah. that I'll probably keep forever just because it is the symbol of uh, this this new uh, idea of me actually being a, a, a part of the creative process as an artist. So that happened and I think it was kind of a springboard to go into the collection for Pat Thomas and then because I, I saw that I need to be using my creative abilities more in the process instead of just organizing. So you said the select collection, does that mean there's going to be a third brand? or No, it's going to be a, it's going to be a gutter soul shoe, but right now we have the exclusive edition. Yeah. Uh, collection and then we have the custom collection yeah and now this is going to be the select collection because it's only select things that i could even get involved with because time and you know everything but it's uh yeah it's an idea that i have just off of what we did uh with pat thomas in the questionable area band um moving forward we have you know the policies that government has talked about one district one factory do you see Ghana being able to help or support you or other entrepreneurs that want to try and develop you know manufacturing capabilities in Ghana well uh, as I said earlier I kind of never really planned on having the support of Ghanaians or the Ghanaian government and this is not a negative thing I don't want to you know like sound like I'm anti-Ghana government or something but I'm not whether it's a corporation or a country I'm not really the one to involve myself with uh, political you know intentions or whatever it might be this is a very organic uh, blessed situation Mm. and we're taking our time and basically we want to build our own production center and it should be underway in the next six to eight months but uh in ghana in ghana yeah because we're you know we're not leaving ghana like the whole concept is to bring jobs to ghanaians and to have this kind of revival culture of upcycling and sustainability and you know environmental awareness so this is uh not really something that if the government of ghana would like to be involved in a constructive way we're always open to that but i'm not really depending on them to be 
my personal opinion is that they should have been involved from a long time because we have the Ghana flag on the back of every shoe that goes out. And we are really pro-Ghana in, in promoting the culture and the brand of Ghana throughout the world and Africa. What kind of tips, if you have any, could you offer? Them? Um, I would offer tips, okay, like, and these are Ghanaians in Ghana. Yeah. Wanting to do business, like, in Ghana. Okay, so... Yeah. I would, the three things I would tell them is be patient, really understand the culture, and think globally. I mean, uh, being patient is very important, of course, you know, in Ghana, because things are not working mm. together the way that they work other places. And knowing the culture, it's like, I mean, if you're a Ghanaian, you know Ghanaians. Like, mm. I mean, so you can't allow uh, certain things to frustrate you. And, like, you know, and it's also good to know the culture because that's your market. And, like, really understand what they need and how they can benefit and how you can make what they need with less of a carbon footprint yeah. and an effect on the environment. And, of course, think globally because it's not just Ghana. Like, the products that are created in Ghana are in demand mm. other places mm. because of... The, the originality, the creativity, the nature of it being handmade, whatever it might be. Completely. So I'm sure you've, in other African countries, you've had a lot of interest. Like, who are we going to be seeing some celebrities from South Africa or wherever, like, walking in Ghetto Souls? Uh, we, we want to enter into every African country and put their flag on the back of the shoe with their recycled fabrics from their country. That is that has our, been our my idea from the beginning. So it's just that I don't want to grow too quickly. And I'll put that idea out there because I'm not really, you know, threatened by somebody taking ideas. This is something that we're going to do. And that's not just for Africa. We can end up doing it for Indonesia, for Malaysia, for anywhere where they create uh, their own textile. We can you know, implement the same model. Awesome. I've just got two more questions. One is um, for you to maybe expand on your music. And the second one is about the foundation. Okay. So, music. Um, music. Uh, I don't know where to start from, but I mean, I just, I think, okay, let me give you a quick history because people... It's so funny they look at me as the shoe guy. Yeah. Somebody, you know, with gutter scrolls or something. It's like, no, this is the last seven years. Before that last seven years, from the age of 13, like, I've made music. I've been in the music industry. I didn't want to be a doctor or a lawyer. I wanted to be, you know, a rapper or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You know, I learned so many valuable things, but like I said, I worked for No Limit. I've worked for Rough Riders. I've worked for Universal as an intern. Um, I have known Reggie Rockstone since I was 14, 15 years old. I stopped making music for about two years after I left Universal because I really saw the reality of the music industry and knew that I had to create something independent from anything that I had imagined before. So um, actually this kind of goes into the sneakers because 2011, I quit, or I didn't quit, I left my job at the, the Nina Simone Foundation. I actually used to work for Nina Simone's daughter and her husband. And I left and basically I just needed to do something that was more in tune with what I felt like I was on the planet for. Mm. So I looked on the internet, uh, different markets, who's buying my music. And Europe was the biggest market and it was between UK, Germany and France. And when I looked at the cost of living and everything, I said, you know what, let me get to Berlin. Like Berlin is like an artsy place. It's really, really cheap. And... While I was in Berlin, I made an album in about six months without knowing anybody there, just dropped on the ground, sleeping in hotels 
something like you know out of my suitcase and you know while i made this album i was like wow this is not easy but it's almost like what's next you know like this is my fifth album it was like my fourth album at that time and it was like you know what let me just let me there has to be another outlet for my creativity and i meditate like every day and in the morning time and i meditated on this idea for months and then when I went to Ghana, because I just happened to say, oh, let me just pass by Ghana since I'm on that side of the world. That's when the idea of the sneaker company came. So it's like an extension, and it goes back to the idea that we discussed earlier, that creativity is something that we all have. And it is about how you channel it, whether you're writing a song or you're just looking at a, a plant and thinking of how you can draw it in a picture, like whatever it is. I mean, uh, from creating businesses to uh, countries or ideas or writing books, it's all uh, the same creative energy. So music was the catalyst. And my father was also a musician. He was the lead singer of a funk rock band in Ghana in the 60s what was it so, called uh the planets the planets uh rock band wow. it's so funny because when i when i first met ebel taylor and he kept looking at me asking like where are you from and what you know and when i told him my name he was in shock because he knows my father and he actually gave my father like his first instrument or something it's a long story wow. and yeah they're both from my father's from cape coast and he's from salt pond so you know and it, it really uh gave me some perspective because my father's now in the academics and all of that like he left music behind but my grandmother was a keyboard player my mother sings around the house every day so it's not really so you know everybody from high school and from any throughout my life knows me for making music so it's not so uh yeah that i would use that to create this thing and you know it's kind of the same energy yeah so Secondly, the foundation, we should talk about that. The foundation is really, it's not far from what we've been doing. Mm. We've always had a community-based intention since 2012 when we started. And our reason for founding the company was, of course, to create a shoe for service conditions in Accra. But then after I saw what they did with the money, it turned into the means of organizing income for the artists. And our brand is a community-based organization. So... Uh, our founding principle is economic independence by means of natural creativity. So the Gutter Souls Foundation is just putting an official name to what we've been trying to do since our creation. And we're actually registered as an NGO in Ghana now. Okay. And we're working on a variety of projects that will be actualized over the next few months. So it's a, a bit of a challenge to switch over, but we have a mandate. And our official, just to let you know, our official mandate for the NGO is to increase the awareness of and the preservation of our Ghanaian arts and culture, and also to work for the social development of underprivileged individuals. And that can be through the environment, through social programs, whatever it is. So we have a list of programs that we're going to start to uh, institute such as like health insurance for underprivileged children, uh, pop-up art workshops for underprivileged youth, a single mother assistance fund yeah. for some of these single mothers in Ghana who have no other option, uh, no way to go if they mm. run into money problems, mm. uh, cultural identity courses for youth so that they can know their history and understand who they really are. Wow. And also neighborhood environmental awareness programs, which is cleaning waste from waterways, beaches, gutters, and spreading information about the negative environmental impact of these things. I have not paid myself mm. in seven years. Mm. I've used all of the money from this company to reinvest back into the company or to try and do something for the community. So 
that's where we're changing. We're not reinvesting in the company anymore. We're investing all of that into these uh, community-based like initiatives. So it's not too far from what I wanted to do, but kind of our position in trying to sell to keep the money, uh, to keep the company functioning, actually uh, defined us more before. And now that's not, now the definition is these uh, community-based things that we Mm. want to do. Okay. Awesome. So if people want to support you, whether that is um, donations or volunteers or whatever, how can they get involved? They actually can email us at the gutter souls foundation at gmail.com right now but later on we'll have a whole online portal for you know for donations and for what uh, whatever else uh, people can contribute because we are 100 percent that's that's where we're flipping it's flipping from sales and investment and all types of stuff to donations mm. and projects so we're looking for as much capital as we can get because we want to have an impact on the ground like that's the whole the whole thing here is not to create some multi-million dollar sneaker company and and people look at the price of the sneakers and they think that they think it's like wow this is no the whole idea is that when i started making these shoes i wanted it to be an example of value the african market and then it's not like we're overpricing it this is handmade and it is one of one the only shoe that looks a piece of art and people will have to pay like it's a piece of art especially when they're paying Three thousand and uh, fifteen hundred and seven hundred for Yeezys, and you know, and these shoes are made in a factory. Yeah, and they look exactly like five, ten thousand other shoes, or however many they print. So I feel like uh, adding the value to uh, to what we're doing is not really adding it; it's just giving you the the real price. And our intention is not to be a capitalistic organization; is actually to be the first kind of uh, NGO that's running off of retail demand. That's really what we're trying to do. We're trying to get is the retail demand at a high level and turn that money into projects, things that we're doing in Ghana. Absolutely fascinating and really exciting. And I'm so glad that I got the opportunity to talk to you about this. Cool. So just let us know what your handles are in your website so that people can note it down. Okay, we are www dot guttersouls.com that is g-u-t-t-a s-o-l-e-s dot com on instagram we are guttersouls at guttersouls g-u-t-t-a s-o-l-e-s uh we're also at the guttersouls foundation which is the guttersouls and then foundation uh and we are also, it open gutter films, uh, which gets all of our content and everything on uh, Instagram and G Souls Ghana G S O L E S Ghana for our upcycled by G Souls brand. Thank you so so much, commenting. You're welcome, and thank you again. Okay then. For more content, follow us on Instagram and YouTube at Miss B Writes. That's M-I-S-B-Triple-E-W-R-I-T-E-S. On Twitter at Miss B and on our website at www.missbwrites.co.uk. That's www.msbwrites.co.uk.